Gentlemen, get your drinks ready. It's time to astonish them. Welcome to the Astonishing Alcoholics, where we talk about what comics are hot this week over one, two, or quite possibly 20 drinks. So I wear these. Yeah. Hello. 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 <clears throat> How would I know if I'm hearing myself? I mean, I hear you'd, myself. You'd hear yourself in the headphones. I don't know if I am or not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Does it get louder when you're like close to the mic? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Jesus Christ. Hello. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm. You hear that? No. <laughs> Hello. Oh, Hello. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. <clears throat> no, I am. I am. I am. Uh, I am picking up a little. Oh yeah, yeah. You turn the gain up, you really get a sense of what's. Yeah. I just adjust it. Because oh, I can also. Yeah, I think Spider Man's pretty cool too. <laughs> This is lip reading to this point. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Gwen Stacy's the best. I agree. You just got your noise canceling turned on. Oh, you know what? Okay, well, I know now that you heard me because you just realized <laughs> you noise canceling on. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can read lips. I can read lips. Listen, listen. All right. You animals. Let's get for real. We're getting, ready to, we're getting ready to roll it in, all right? We're already a couple of drinks in, so it doesn't matter how tough the day is. It can't stem this tide. Felt like a cool thing to say. Yeah, yeah. not bad, not bad. Yeah. Thank pretty you. good, pretty Thanks, good. Thanks, everybody. Um, I think we're gonna bring it in on uh, well, unfortunate news. A little bit of a, a darker tone coming into the to the show today. Yeah. Uh, Joan Lee, long time wife of Stanley, has passed. As of this recording, it was yesterday. Uh, today's Friday. She lost her on uh, Thursday. Um, Kind of a funny story. I was reading, uh, actually, DC posted this story saying, like, oh, you know, we've, we've lost somebody who's hugely iconic to the comic world. Yeah. Um, Stan Lee, she was like a, like, a, like a Swedish model. Stan Lee, the first time you ever saw her, like, got down on one knee and proposed to her, like, day one. No, classic Stan. Like, classic They were like, the, the best story Stan Lee ever told was the story of his meeting his wife yeah Marvel's so. dedication too I think was something like it was a it was a it was a story that not even Stan Lee could could write like mm. it was just like that that good yeah it was crazy it was crazy so here's here's to Joan gentlemen to Joan All right, Andrew, if you want to turn this around for us, we got to start heading in a lighter direction or everyone's going to start turning us <laughs> off. That, uh, <laughs> that is it's fairly accurate. Um, do you know what else happens this week? I do know what else happens this Ooh, week. Actually, uh, last night. Oh, last the night. The greatest movie of all time comes out? Well, that's, that's what it sounds like. Well, uh, well, the greatest Marvel movie of all time. <laughs> no, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, it's got to be Guardians of the Galaxy 1, which is uh, pretty which quite good. good. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man <laughs> Homecoming. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, out this week. Hopefully, by the time of our next show, we will have seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but in honor of Spider-Man, um, I'm gonna ask you guys one or two questions. Yeah, I need to answer as quickly as possible. Jesus Christ! All right. After, on the count of three, I need you both to tell me whoever goes first goes first. Favorite Spider-Man 
Villain. Venom. Oh, I was, I was also going to say Venom. You can say the same thing. Uh, okay. Well, that's well, the first thing that comes to mind. All right, yeah, so yeah. Venom. Okay, good choice. Right. Three, two, one. Favorite Spider-Man love interest. Mary Jane. Mary Jane, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. My backup for villain would be Craven the Hunter, though. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, final question. Yep. Three, two, one. Favorite Spider-Man power? Spider-Sense. Oh, <laughs> very good, very good. Same person. Uh, yeah, my head. Oh, um, smooth. For, oh, man. That's good, that's good. Yeah. That's all I had. No. That is, that's, that's, <laughs> get, get, get a temperature <laughs> check. Get a temperature my, check. My backup villain, though, and mostly after reading Spider-Verse, is Green Goblin. Yeah, actually, he, ju- he actually just came to mind when I said my backup was Craven. But there's a guy in the Spider-Man universe that's like a vampire. Am I correct? Oh, uh, um, 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 he was central in most recently in Spider-Verse. Uh, I believe is probably yeah. Right. I always he, saw he, he was kind of in cool. it. He was the one that was trying to kill all the spiders. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think you're thinking about like the equivalent of the guy from the TV show with the black trench coat. Yeah, he was in the, the animated series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But Venom is my number one. Yeah, uh, I mean, if, if we're going to redirect, Andrew, gun to head, favorite Spider-Man villain. Yeah, duh. Uh, Mysterio. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I okay. love Mysterio. Fishbowl head. Yeah. Uh, number two. Favorite love interest. Favorite love interest. We know. Gwen Stacy. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see awkwardly into his eyes as he has to say it out loud. <laughs> it's uh, easy. Easy. Number three. Favorite Spider-Man power. Thought a lot about it. Um... Web, web slinging is pretty cool. Uh, I yeah. enjoy that a lot. Does that, the ability no, does to that, web sling. Now, and so I thought about that because technically he kind of invented that, so that's not strictly one of his. But I think it's, it's, it's part I of his like, be, athletic. I would be fine but. saying that it's a power. I just yeah. really like because I mean, if you're if you're gonna say like, well, you know, what is Iron Man without his suit? Like you said, you gotta consider the suit to consider the hero. Having the uh, having the equivalent strength of a spider is pretty cool too. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, yeah. You know, all he's right. a pretty good guy. Spider Man, wowzers, wowzers, Spider Man. See the movie. We <laughs> haven't, so we can't tell you it's good or not. But we, but, uh, uh, we are drinking. What 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 is this? We are drinking as usual. Um, we have some margaritas. Spider margaritas. Spider margaritas. So we got your usual margarita mix, but instead of ice, we've used frozen fruits, mm-hmm. strawberries, blueberries, and. I there's raspberries in there. I think so. It gives it like a red uh, tint to the. Uh, it gives it a yeah. red tint to the uh, tequila, red and, and then you see the blue and the yeah. red in there. So yeah, it actually, yeah. surprisingly, kind of reminds me of Spider-Man, <laughs> <laughs> which is more than I can say for many of our. We really yeah. just ran out of ice and threw a bunch of frozen fruit in there, and it just kind of panned out in our face. Yeah, we're just so bougie. We only use frozen fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, bougie, bougie. That's the term. That's what it was. I think he meant boozy, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so that is what we're drinking. Spider margaritas. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you like, you like, I'm kind of a genius namer. No, I'm just upset that like that uh, little laugh got out. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's going to run us into the first real segment of our show. Pull or pass. Oh, God. Uh, Made up for it with the longest soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marvel Universe, Andrew, I'm ready, I'm rock ready. and roll us through, man. All new Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a pass. All new Wolverine. And a pass. Avengers. 
pass. Aggressively pass. Aggressive pass. I was from Link. I was mad about uh, this. I will year. I will second the motion. Yeah. Uh, Black Bolt number three. I, I didn't pick it up. Pass one. Pass. Yeah. Champions. Pass. Daredevil. Pass. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe again. Number one. You may think like we did that it's just a. Uh, cash grab, yeah. but it actually seems like it might be pretty good. And I, I read through the whole yeah. thing myself. It was honestly quite strong. It's only supposed going. to be five issues, right? So, yeah, it's just a five-issue uh, collection. Sure. Yeah, I would yeah. pull. I would pull. Uh, Hawkeye, definitely pull. Very good. Iron Fist number five, pull as well, and get that uh, Jim Lee variant if you can. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones, uh, pass. Marvel Universe Ultimate Spider-Man vs. Sinister Six, yeah. pass. Nick Fury. Pass. Secret Empire Brave New World. This is one of the only Secret Empire titles I'm kind of not picking up, so I pass. Spider-Man. Pass. Spider-Man Deadpool. They, oh, finally, I can... I, I always say pass, but finally it seems like... Yeah, yeah, we're, we're in agreement. We've reached an accord. Thank yeah. God. Uh, this was a completely worthless issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't even funny, which Good. is the only thing it's off issues offered thank before. God, thank God, thank uh, Spider-Man Master Plan number one. Not super crucial to like any canonical mainline Spider-Man things going on, from what I could tell, but I mean, if you're hankering for more Spider-Man, pick it up. Uh, I didn't personally, but it's a number one, so... Yeah. Okay. Uh, Star Wars. Pass. Unstoppable Wasp. Pull. X-Men Gold. And that is a pull. Strong pull. Yeah, like you mentioned, something cool Marvel's doing this month for July is they are using the old X-Men trading cards that Jim Lee drew up as variant covers for uh, 29 different Marvel titles throughout the yeah, course of the that's month. that's pretty cool. But what's funny is they have nothing to do with the title. So <laughs> Champions, for example, this week, the variant cover was Cyclops. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Iron it's like Fist totally this week's random. Sabretooth. Yeah. Um, Jean Grey's though next week or the week after is the Dark Phoenix oh that's cool I'll yeah. definitely keep an eye they have those. it they at Big Planet Comics Bethesda location some yeah. of them are relatively fitting some of them are just totally off out of this which makes it fun yeah but uh, let's see what DC's got going on that uh, is also fun uh, Bane Conquest not so much fun Pat mm. Batman very fun pull Cyborg yeah, pass. DC Comics bombshells. Pass. Deathstroke. Pass. Uh, is this the beginning of him being a good guy? Yes. Yeah, it okay. starts out that whole thing, which I'm not okay with. Okay. Well, if you want to <laughs> see him be a good guy, uh, I don't. we don't. We don't. But, yeah, if you do. Uh, Ever After from the Pages of Fables. Pass. Green Arrow. Pull. Green Lanterns. Uh, pass. Harley Thank Quinn. God. Pass. Injustice 2. Pull. Justice League. Pull. Nightwing. Pull. Savage Things. Pull. Shade the Changing Girl. Pass. Superman. Pull. Wow. Not All that right. many for DC out, but uh, a lot of strong pulls there. Yeah, I'd say everything kind of, I mean, we'll, we'll get a little more into it, but a lot of the things we pulled this week were just strong in general. Yeah. It was a good week. Yeah. It was a very good week. Yeah, it was um, a short week, but a good week. Yeah. And, and that'll roll us on into the indies. Uh, as always, we have a hometown favorite, uh, a crowd pleaser. Uh, we're doing the the Lord's work mentioning this one. It's seven to eternity. Yep. Issue seven. Wow. Um, if you're not picking up every issue, then stop listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That that makes sense. Uh, it, it's really really solid issue. Um, unfortunately, the Mud King is actually absent from this one. And Adam f- Yeah. And Adam yeah, they, yeah. They're kind of presumably that means that the next issue is going to be. be 
almost entirely Off them. Off the chain. Still really, really held just on the back of the, the other characters and a really solid story. Yeah. A lot it, of good world building. I yeah, would say. You get absolutely. Bit, yeah. Absolutely. I would say that it loses just a little bit without Adam or the Mud King in it at all, who are, who are two of the stronger characters, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. But even without them, such a strong showing in general from the comic. Uh, definitely pull it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wicked and Divine. That uh, that would be one that I read. Um, pick it up if you would actually like it. Link, if you, um, it, it is very much inspired by American Gods. Oh, um, sweet. just kind of set in a futuristic world where the gods come and reincarnate, and they possess like pop stars and lawyers. Yes, and stuff. yes. Right it's right. a it's a very cool take on that gods among us concept, and and for me, I, the American Gods comic, which mirrors very much the book. Yeah, that's not doing anything for me because it's so similar to the you book. But it sounds like you're you're page, enjoying yeah. it immensely. But yeah. for me, it's like oh, it's just the book that I had just read. Mm-hmm. But this comic is, is different enough that, that I really like it. So. Have yeah. I, you guys been watching the show American Gods? I have not yet. I want to though. I've heard every good, good things. Every like clip I've seen of it, I'm just like blown away. Yeah. People yeah. I, I just haven't sat down that and have watch no it. idea what it was. Love the show. Yeah, like, holy shit. Like I think that speaks a lot to like that's their you know, first I, exposure. I to heard somebody like show. recommending it to somebody else the other day, and not even having seen the show, I was like, you don't watch this. I'll literally drag <laughs> you in the street and see murdered. Wow. Um. Yeah. Uh. And Sun Bakery. Um. I also put that one down. It was the first Sun Bakery that I passed on. Really? Um, yeah. I, I I say pass. I mean, wait. Is this the one where it's Three stories. It's like, it's like, like six. Fluctuates between three to six stories per issue. Jesus. The art is so cool. Yeah. Um. And I love the art. You can never tell what the hell's going. I on. I never know what's going on. Yeah. If you ask me what's going on in any story at all at any given time, I can't tell you. Is it you. still the Metroid one? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's basically a stapled together collection of art, mm-hmm. just like flowing from this dude's brain. And, it, I guess, and, and yeah. the art is cool, and it was strong enough to get me to pick up the first three issues. Yeah. But at this point, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna pick yeah. up four. So I yeah. actually have one uh, that's not on the list here. Yeah, Extremity. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh that five is out this week. Um, really interesting comic, especially since at the end of the comic, you know, they do like the letters to the editors. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, the the hammergrams. Yeah, the author writes out. He's like, "Hey guys, uh, I know you guys have been kind of talking about how this has taken like a really gory turn, but I gotta tell you, like, I had no intention of this. I've just been like writing the characters out, and it's kind of like they've just taken their own path. Yeah. So it's really crazy to see that he didn't necessarily intend for the characters to develop this way, like, but he was just writing, and it just, like felt right. It just felt like the natural progression. Yeah. yeah, and so I think it's really cool to see sort of the evolution or progression of it being almost so natural. Uh, but definitely, like yeah, I'm really interested in the story. It's still going very strong. Cool, cool. Uh, well, I think that's going to swing us into uh, what else you are interested in this week, Arya. And by that, I mean what else really uh, tickled your fancy. Yeah. Um, this week, and I haven't talked about this comic much before because it was honestly kind of boring. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but Justice League 24. Wow, uh, it only took 23 issues to get not boring. <laughs> <laughs> it had its moments here and there, but a lot of it was the team getting adjusted to each other because there was this new Superman, the and Lanterns suck. Yeah, they suck. Um, are they in this issue? They are, but they get cucked pretty well. <laughs> oh, all right, continue. Please uh, carry on then, good sir. There is... You have the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this actually picks up kind of right after the events of the current Aquaman series. 
Um, which, sort of a little backstory here, Arthur Curry, Aquaman, has been dethroned from Atlantis and is now okay. presumed dead and killed by the usurpers. Uh, Mira... Which are... Which is just like a terrorist? Uh, it was like another organization within Atlantis. They're like the purists. They think that just him being half surface dweller and half Atlantean yeah. is like tainting their culture. Gotcha. And he's never had Atlantis's true... Um, best in best mind. In mind. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. So, um, what's crazy, it's his own like number one sort of right-hand man that ends up delivering what they think is the killing blow. Because uh, he's just like, look, this guy's the king now. I'm just following orders. Um, it end the last issue ended with Mira finding out that Arthur is like possibly alive, and she just like disappears from the lighthouse that they like Arthur from his town. Um, the Justice League is kind of like holy shit, you know they're in their watchtower, they're overlooking Earth, and like hey, like something's really weird's going on in the <laughs> ocean here. It's kind of like it's opening up, and there's just like miles of just waves hitting this thing. And so the, the usurpers in Atlantis... Hitting, what, hitting the lighthouse? Hitting, hitting, like, this hole in the ocean, basically. Oh, okay. And what that is, is actually it's Atlantis. The usurpers have basically activated this thing called the Crown of Thorns, which is, like, a magical barrier that surrounds and protects Atlantis so that nothing can get in. And there are these waves just crashing onto this thing, slamming into it. But it's oh. having, an, like, a bad effect where it's actually pushing waves down towards the East Coast. So now they're going, like, holy shit, this whole wave is going to knock down the East Coast. And it looks gigantic. It looks like the, uh, the day after good. tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah, so, no, that's a solid wave. Yeah, the Justice League does the normal, like, everybody Johnny does their Tsunami. own thing. Stops the wave. The Flash, like, tries to remove, like, the kinetic energy from it. The Green Lanterns put up, like, flood shields. Cyborg just sits in the water. Batman just sits in the water. Batman <laughs> <laughs> just sits in the water. I love it. They just kind of, like, they're there. In, like, floaties. They're just, like, <laughs> He's the bat shark repellent. Like, Batman's putting out, like, all the, all the orders and everything. You um, do this. And then all of a sudden you see Mira in the middle of the water. And she's like, her eyes are glowing white. She's, you realize that she's the one controlling the water and like attacking Atlantis. Uh, so the oh. Justice League try to stop her. Yeah, they're like, look, like, what the hell's going on? We're like, we're Arthur's friends. We're trying to help him out. She's like, no, you guys never like liked him. You never were like on board and all this. You just invited him because you know, he like controlled Atlantis and shit. So they're like, no, we can, we can help you. And Wonder Woman goes to calm her down. And she just like throws Wonder yeah. Woman across the ocean. She doesn't like Wonder Woman. Uh, she, like, she's got in, a... In one shot, it's just a splash page of her, like, totally throwing away Superman and Wonder Woman. Not, like, basically absorbing them into, like, these orbs of water, kind of like Nami does in League of Legends. Oh, uh, yeah. Sponsored uh, by, uh, sponsor <laughs> by Riot Games, yeah. And then the Green Lantern, she... Oh, she rips the rings off their hands. Thank oh, God. With just longer. water. Because, like, they're coated with water, right? They were wet, so yeah. she controls water, and, and she just drown? the rings right off, and then, like, they just go flying out. Please like, say they drown. That's the amazing. Yeah. The one guy's like, good thing I still have my gun! <laughs> oh, what an idiot! <laughs> the one time would have been useful. The Flash is like, oh, I got this. And she's like, yeah, you're pretty fast. I can't match you. So I'm just going to dehydrate you. And she rips all the water like out of his body. Just Immediately kill like, him. She can do that? So yeah, she, she can dehydrate. Like, she's a waterbender. Water it's absolutely insane. All right, all right. Cyborg attacks her. Okay. She generates a giant like maelstrom that just flings him across the ocean. And you're literally, the you're literally liquid damage, so... In the background, <laughs> you see a cow and these eyes just come up oh, across fuck. the water. What? what? what is a cow? A cow? cow Not a cow, cow, you mean. Oh, a cow. cow. I, was like, cow. I was like, where'd they get a cow? Oh, shit, a cow's coming. You've seen cows in the ocean. 
So then he hits her with like a dart. By the way, there's this, this ad sucks. stupid Snickers. Oh my oh, god, fucking this Which Snickers! Which I'm like, ad. how the hell did they get did to get the you? I'm telling you, we'll Segway, never yeah. be sponsored did by a, Snickers. Did it get you an arrow? Bastards. As a brief reprieve. Yes. Oh because Flash god. ran away, yes. and then I was and so mad. And the next bad. scene is Flash <laughs> running in, and I'm like, what the hell is I going totally on? I totally thought it was part of the arrow comic. Me too, me too. But I digress. So Batman tries to sneak up on her. He does a really great job and tries to trank her. Anyway, they end up calming her down. Thanks, like, Batman. Basically, oh, he uses some like hypersonic screamer, and then all of a sudden she's okay. She's like, oh, God, oh, God, I'm sorry. Um, they end up taking her back to the watchtower to debrief. They find out what's going on with um, Atlantis and Arthur, and then they have an emergency. And they're like, all right, well, let's go. Mira, you're coming too. You can help us out. Cyborg's just like, are you sure? Oh, I'm sorry. Simon, the, uh, the Green Lantern, is just like, are you, are you sure she should come with us? Like, she literally just beat the crap out of us with yeah. days of no rest, maybe at, like, a quarter of her strength, and she just, like, completely cucked all of us. And Batman's like, yeah, exactly. You saw what she did to us. She's yeah. coming with us. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool, because you don't see much of Mira. No, um, not at all. Even in the Aquaman series. Like, you see her fight a few things here and you don't there, see her really pop no, holy she's like thing. one of my new favorite people now yeah, like, yeah. I didn't know she was that <laughs> well, part of me is kind of like well she could take Aquaman's place on she cut Superman she cut <laughs> Wonder Woman <laughs> yeah. she cut the two she drowned lanterns. Oh, yeah. oh my god I, I had a lot, a lot of fun with it still um, fell to Batman so I really yeah. love everything yeah. that happened I'm absolutely like, yeah, I really really team Mira team Mira very much alright now I kind of feel bad Wonder Woman cut off her head and slept with her husband and yeah, yeah, I really kind of wish it went the other way yeah, around. Yeah, I kind of take it. Yeah, Although I'm pretty sure if this mirror was in Flashpoint, it'd be a different story. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> quite possibly. All right, Andrew, what do you got for us? Um, the return of a true champion. Oh, well, a oh, oh, risen from the ashes champion. Yes. Because it has not been such. They lost a little, uh, <laughs> je ne sais pas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I don't know. I don't know. They lost a little something. I can't put my I, finger on it. I can't really put my finger on what it but, lost. Uh, but... X-Men Gold is my pick. X-Men Gold issue number seven. Uh, kind of the first running with Secret Empire for them. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of ancillary. It's kind of in the background, but it's there nonetheless. Um, opens up with Colossus and Kitty. Uh, Colossus is kind of have, coming to terms that ever since that Nanite Sentinel outbreak, he hasn't been able to go steel like metal form anymore yeah he's also um, covered in scars and he's covered in scars because he can't like in that fight like he couldn't be he couldn't get into metal so he's dealing with that um an odd scene between nightcrawler and rachel gray where rachel's like listen i'm all powerful now like i'm super aware of all my psychic abilities if i want to i can sense everybody in manhattan at the same time um and also i know that you think I'm hot. <laughs> and they make like out. Hot. And they make out. Um, kind of odd. Kind of out of left field. I get what they were going for there. Um, they, they're kind of throwing back to when like Jean was taken over by the Phoenix. And she's like, oh, I can sense how much you care for me, Logan. Yeah. Uh, but, but Link, to your point... Um, how did you put it earlier? You say like they, they really laid the groundwork for so, that one, right? So yeah. off here we talked about how in that like they laid the groundwork. There's some, some kind of like mutual attraction, sure. but Gene was with Scott, and yeah. then there was more a sense of you know she reaches that level and she sees it like really feels just the emotional yeah. connection from him, and she reciprocates. This is just literally like. With no groundwork, yeah. like nothing leading up to this, she just Very goes, 
uh, I see how much you want to sleep with me. Yeah. And so let's make out. Yeah. But like, like, yeah, because even when she was unconscious and he was at her bedside, like it, there was no, sure. it wasn't very obvious that Nightcrawler had feelings for her. Yeah, it's just like you know? seemingly were. Like I'm pretty sure he's also gotten Old Man Logan out of a tub yeah. scream and been like, oh my god, are you okay? But yeah. been charcoal briquette. So, so while I get where they were going with it. The kind of a nod to when Jean ascended with the Phoenix, and they're like, oh, Rachel has now ascended to this new power. There's level. even there's design. even like a little bit of a panel yeah. where she references like, oh, the only time. I ever felt like this is some spooky sure. like fire demon form. Yeah, what is that reference? I That's like her in the future, I think, when the Phoenix came. Because she is from the future. Right. And, like, she was brought back to our time. Um, but but whatever. That, that was the only kind of oddball part of this. Yeah. Um, they get a visit from Hologram Doctor Strange. She's like, hey, you may notice that we're all in the dark dimension now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, buckle up. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, best Doctor Strange that's being told in the Marvel Universe right now happens in this comic because he's like, oh yeah, the reason I can't do anything is because like teleportation has been turned off for some reason. Not The reason is not because I'm a total cub, sure, just because sure. it's been turned off for some undisclosed yeah. reason. Uh, give me a couple, like you know, a couple, of, a couple of day arenas, and I'm just gonna blow everything to shit and get us out of here. But like, <laughs> you know, we'll be cool. Like, man. Um, That's that Doctor Strange I, I know and love. Yeah, hologram Doctor Strange is not yeah. super good. Um, <laughs> so I like Tony Stark. Dude. Kitty Kitty rallies the troops. Basically, she's like, "We gotta put teams together, strike teams, go out there. There's probably demons, so go fight them." Uh, and she dispatches a lot of their kind of A-listers out into Manhattan to deal with the crisis. Um, this is where it really gets good, and really where where I, I'm glad to see that it's got some driving force behind this comic yeah. again. It's got its like direction yeah. back. It kind yeah. of felt like a rudderless ship for a you little bit. You find a, a mutant rushes in and, and tells Kitty, she's like, "Professor, Professor, uh, it's the new girl. She's dead." And you see a scene where this new mutant who had just come to the school has been shot in the head, dead on the floor with, like, an X, like, cut into her forehead. Yeah. And he's like, holy Christ. <laughs> That's fuck? intense. And Kitty's like, get all the psychics on this. Like, call our people back. Like, we, we've got somebody on... We've got someone in here. This matches the traces of a couple other mutant killings that have happened. We've got a serial killer who targets mutants on the loose, and he's in a mansion full of mutants. Yeah, like, fish we, in a barrel. Yeah, we're like, we, we've, we've got everybody. Got to get everybody back here. Um, scene with Storm and Old Man Logan fighting the demon. They, they fight him. He ain't so bad. Yeah, it kind of back to also a little bit of like a badass Old Man Logan. Yeah. Not just like immediately getting cucked. Like he he smells a demon, leaps off a rooftop, and tears it to fucking shreds. Yeah. Like that's that's that like shit I want to see. In, the, uh, in that dark, in that dimension. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, Like sure. that's that shit I want to see. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, you get a brief scene with said serial killer. Um, kind of exploring the laboratory. He lets out a creepy demon monster, the creepy new guy, as the mutants call him. And he's like, I'd kill you, but... Uh, <laughs> the CNG. Yeah, the CNG new creepy new guy. He's like, I'd kill you, but you're not actually a mutant. So, um, you know, if you want to go murder people, I don't give a shit. Get out of here. <laughs> so you really get a sense that he actually is just interested in killing mutants. That's the only thing he cares about. Um, Pan over another dead mutant student, actually the one who had told Kitty, I think, about the other dead mutant student. I think it's the same guy. They look very similar. Um, he's been killed and, like, hung up on a window to die. Um, no, it's a different guy, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. They're all the same. I think it's a different guy. It's, yeah. Dirty It's mutants. another. <laughs> Dirty muties. Um, 
all look the same. And then finally they kind of catch a break in the case. Because um, up until now the psychics have been useless. And Rachel, of course, Rachel is like, oh, you know what? I finally got a blip on the radar. All I sense is pure rage. And you see the serial killer about to just like kill the multiple eye mutant boy, who I thought was a girl. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently, news <laughs> yeah. to me as well. Um, he, he carves out, a, like, he gouges out several of this guy's eyes. Yeah, he's like holding a knife yeah. to his face, and then there's a scene where blood is just being splattered against the face of the, the and psycho. he's about to, uh, about to do the deed, just shoot him in the head, and then Kitty rolls up and, you know, disrupts him, saves the day. Uh, Rachel's like, I can't get through, his face mask is blocking my, my, my psychic powers. Um, there's a tussle, and then who comes up, hits this serial killer in the back of the head. It's Colossus. Punches him, flesh punch, right in the back of the head. And he's Kitty's like, I told you like to get everyone to safety. What are you doing here? He's like, yeah, I did that. Now yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I got everyone to safety. I came back to just and then, save uh, the And day then the serial well. killer's like, not for long. And he shoots him right in the forehead. Yeah, you, and see, the, you see the bullet like connect with his Yeah, forehead. and you see bl- kind of blood splatter everywhere. Yeah. And it's unclear... Is he or isn't he going to be able to go to metal form? Because he hasn't been able to this yeah. whole time. Yeah, because effectively the last thing we know about him is yeah. he cannot go into metal form. And you see the blood splatter from the impact, so you're like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. What? Really good, though. Uh, you know, all the X-Men new titles have been fairly good. Um, this is, uh, you know, if out of the gate, you would say this is the one everyone's probably most exciting for, and it felt like it lost its way a little bit, so it was really good to see them with a firm direction. Yeah. There are only two things I'd elaborate on here really yeah, quick. Sure. We get a little bit of the Psycho's driving force. He wants to kill mutants, but you, you kind of get to find out that that's because he lost his 10-year-old son. Oh, yeah. He mentioned that. Like, to a mutant? Yeah. You see oh, is that to one. the Magneto attack in the yeah, beginning? Yeah, so page one, you see Magneto attacking uh, Central Park. Yeah. And, and that's, his, that's his son dying. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Him, presumably his wife, and then his kid. Uh, then you have uh, Malphite and some other chick, like, walking through the town. They come across, like, inside the building. They come across a massive collection of explosives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they say there's a tamper-proof timer. It's got 29 minutes left. And that's the last we see of that. But presumably, sure. in the next issue, that is going to be something that is uh, worrisome. That the place about to go up and smoke. Yeah. Or not. Who knows? I really like the callback to the scene from Old Man Logan. Where you see Wolverine and the bodies of all the X-Men he killed. Oh, yeah. Sure, 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 oh. sure. Yeah, it, was, it was when him and Storm were talking and she was talking about her just like poor decision making. He's yeah. like, we've all yeah, Yeah, we've all done some bad like, stuff. We've seen some shit. And yeah. it's just him... With the entire X Men crew, like, yeah. Remember when I killed the entire X Men team? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was, that was, We've but, all made one or two bad calls. <laughs> hey, that didn't feel good. That yeah, didn't feel good. Uh, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now I got a little something that I thoroughly enjoyed, and I'm really gonna start off with uh, just the cover here. This is something we were talking about <laughs> yeah. a little bit earlier. This is. Uh, I know you pulled uh, Sabretooth number one. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is classic Jim. This is Iron Fist number five, and it's almost like Marvel walked up to him and said. Uh, you won't draw a variant cover for Iron Fist, and he was like, "Hold my beer," because <laughs> you pull Iron Fist number five, Jim Lee variant, and uh, it's just Sabretooth. It's just Sabretooth <laughs> on the cover, slashing at the ground. Absolutely nothing. No hints at Iron Fist. Nothing. He's like in a snowy field. Absolutely nothing <laughs> has to do with the comic. Um, it's it's incredible. Yeah. Um, I feel fine about it. 
so we're back. We're back on the island. Danny Rand's been going through this trial of the Seven Masters. He's gotten to kind of the final point. Uh, he was confronted uh, like last issue because there's been this kind of uh, like murder mystery going on where he's being blamed for murdering his guide on the island. But it's really the corruption of one of the seven masters. Danny or who's Danny. Danny was being blamed okay. for okay. murdering his guide. Got it. But it was the corruption of one of the seven masters trying to pin the murder on him to paint him as kind of like uh, an undeserving hero. Like, see, he doesn't even respect okay. our traditions. He's murdering people. Like, he's he's just a psycho. He's not like. He doesn't, des- he doesn't deserve the yeah, mantle yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Iron Fist. We should just take it from him. Um, he basically, this starts off, he's confronting the Seven Masters. He's like, listen, I didn't even kill your fucking guy. It was this other jabroni. He, he rolled in, killed him. I, I didn't have a goddamn thing to do with it. And the last, like, good champion that he fought against was um, uh, the Rabbit of Holy Flames. Uh, this guy was super cool. He has, like, I'm pretty sure he has mechanical legs. Uh, he comes in, he's like, hey, actually, I saw the whole thing. Danny Rand had nothing to do with it. He's a totally chill guy. Uh, this this one master, like, sent them out, and that's, like, that's it. Um, and they're like, oh, well, it's, it's kind of a he said, she said situation. Sure. Like, that's the whole thing. And the final guy, the final guy pipes up, and he's like, listen. The only way that we're going to settle this is if you survive the final trial. And that's me against you, motherfucker. You're the Iron Fist, and I'm the wolf. And we're about to fight to the death. The wolf of Wall Street. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he's the wolf of some kind of street, but I'm pretty sure it's Murder Avenue. Um, He's kind of a big dude. They square off, like, finally. All of these battles have happened in, like, odd places. They finally square off in, like, a big arena... Uh, he says, you know, it's all this shit. Yeah, in front of a crowd, a cheering crowd, no less. He goes like, you know, this is where it is, this is where you've come to die. They start fighting off. Uh, they're hitting each other, trading blows. He's saying, you know, I like, I'm gonna protect our people. Or this is actually the wolf is recounting. He's like, you know, you'll never beat me. Uh, I knew the original Iron Fist, the first in the yeah. line. I knew him. I always oh. trained against him. Wow. He was the one when actually the dragon Shao Lao first showed up. He beat the dragon in combat, killed it, and plunged his fists into its heart and became the original Iron Fist. From there, they they marked me as the one. They marked me as the final trial for every Iron Fist because I was the only one who could match the original blow for blow. But what this meant was that I could never be what I really wanted, which was the Iron Fist. Mm. Eventually, the the guy who was leading Kun Lun, he got corrupt. He started basically like, just picking whatever the hell Iron Fist he wanted. So the wolf leaves, and he's like, I, I'm not going to be the one anymore. I'm not going to be the trial, because go fuck yourself. Um, they're going through this whole fight. Danny Danny's kind of getting just blown out. The wolf is tearing him apart. He grabs his hands at one point, point. he's like, you're even trying to beat me now with shit that you stole from us, referencing like the chi he's been building up from these fights. He kind of sucks it out of him. He beats him down with some super cool attacks, like clearly like wolf, like claw attacks. Wolf-based attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah wolf-based attacks. Uh, he's going through, uh, and then Danny kind of gets like reinvigorated. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna lose. Like I've I've fallen down a lot when Kun Lun was in question." 
uh, I'm not gonna fall down this time. I'm gonna like overcome. And he like he's like beating him down. He's like you can tell he's getting ready to turn the tide. And then all of a sudden, three arrows fly out of nowhere, knock him in the chest. Yeah. God, I'm so mad. And yeah, I was so fucking mad. And you see the the corrupt master say like, you know, fire at him, end him now. Uh, you know, he's like he's about to beat the wolf. Uh, at, at which point the wolf leaps over, <laughs> kills the archers, Holy grabs shit. the master, slams him against the wall. And he's like, "How fucking dare you taint this for me? Like, I like can beat this guy. Like, I brought him here." And he's Holy like, "Go smokes. fuck yourself! Like, you weren't gonna beat this guy. Like, how dare you?" He like knocks the master out. He's like, "All right, fuck you, Danny Ram. We're just gonna try this again." Yeah. When like your your power back up, and Danny's like, "Nah." This ends now. Yanks the arrows we're, out of his chest. We're gonna settle it. Yeah, he doesn't even do. It. He doesn't even take the arrows out of his chest. The the wolf's like, yeah, all right, we're gonna send this right now. It's gonna end with you done. He launches a massive punch at his face, yeah. and Danny just catches it one handed. Yeah, you can see, and you can see in this panel. So you see the fist coming at him. Arrow still firmly in yeah. Danny's chest. Danny grabs the fist, and then you just see the wolf like. Oh fuck! It's, yeah, it, it's like, the, like the Deadpool reaction in the movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. oh yeah. And then there's like this huge kind of back and forth. Danny's just beating the shit out of him. He's going out. He's like slamming him. He shouts, "Yield!" The wolf's like, oh, "I, uh, I refuse." And he's just beating the <laughs> dick off him. Oh, he's God, like, yeah. "Listen, you are." He has no dick chosen. anymore. Stop, yeah. Danny. Stop. <laughs> yeah, that's when. That's when the rabbit of holy flames runs in. He's like, listen, you just literally... And this guy's pretty much like double murdered now. Yeah. There's a puddle where it's... I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure you won this one. He actually can no longer yield. Uh, you have won. So he's kind of come to to reclaim his wow. purpose. Uh, kind of the whole reason he showed up here in general. Almost rightfully uh, so now, right? Like he's yeah. beating the guy that originally used to decide. Yeah. Exactly, kind of the the first guy who squared off the original Iron Fist. So now any kind of lingering thoughts about the fact that he's not worthy or it was cheated or it was given to him are kind of uh, immediately quelled. Uh, and, and I think from that he gains like his real sense of like mantle back, and he's and he kind of like we leave him off uh, as he's leaving the island, kind of with renewed purpose. And he wants back to get to Kunlun now. Yeah, yeah, he wants to search for a way back to Kunlun. So nice, really. That's the end really of the first great. arc, right? Yeah, that's the end of the first cool. arc. Really fantastic. Strong story. opening. Yeah, yeah, really great, great work by Ed Brisson to really bring in just a strong story for a character that's kind of had like some intermittent success. Sure. Yeah. That was good. That's yeah, good. real, real good. And that brings us to. Uh, what we all thought was the the best of the week. No, 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 no. Batman. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Goddamn. Goddamn. If you want to talk about an author that's really putting pen to paper and, and delivering just an unbelievable experience, that's going to be Tom King. Uh, especially in this run, the war of jokes and riddles. I think this is... Is this like official part one or is this is this part two? No, this is... Uh, this is continuing. This is part, part two. Part one. So this is this is kind of like a pre-story to a couple things, um, but this is technically part two. I think this is yeah. part two. Oh, yeah. the, they yeah. always say the the first one. They always have part one, and then they just continue to title them with the full title. Yeah, going forward until the arc's done. Yeah. All right. I know you're a resident DC guy. Do you want to bring us through on on this one? Man. Yeah. This. 
God, what a start to this comic. So, in the last, like, few iterations of the Joker that we've all seen on, like, the big screen and the comics, he's always been associated as, like, this citywide destruction, chaos, mayhem, like, large-scale stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Joker's origins were, like, this thief, this murderer, this guy who would kill a family just because the father, like, testified. Not even against the Joker, just just because this guy testified and was like, you stuck your nose in your business and somebody else's business. Just kind of random acts of violence. Yeah. Like, like just an actual psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, it starts out, this cab drops off somebody after saying, like, what is he? He doesn't even, oh, he just mentions, like, the guy's name is Dick Sprang. He goes, oh, that's kind of funny. And he goes, it's 69. Like, oh, Yeah. yeah. The Joker gets out. He hasn't killed this guy, so already I'm disappointed. <laughs> but then you see that the house says, it's, there's a narrator, and it's talking about who the house belonged to. It's Kim and Tony. They moved there three years ago, or they moved there a year ago, and you see bang, bang over the house. And then the next panel, you say, with their three children. And they see bang, bang, bang over oh, the house still. Oh, God. So you yeah. know at this point that Kim and Tony are dead. He's executed dead. everyone in that family. Yeah, for... Presumably no reason. You don't see the Joker walk out. You just see the house. Batman's getting a call. It says, you know, we have victims. They found bodies um, in a car. Yeah. Like, basically, Batman is one step behind the Joker and the Riddler. And so all he's seeing is just, like, a lot of bodies. He's just seeing, like, a a trail of carnage. Yeah. Yeah. And for someone like Batman, like... We assume he's always used to it, but this is a very this is a story that takes place very early on in his like dawning of the cape and cow. Yeah, uh, I think it's like around his year one, and then it goes on. The next page is the the Joe or somebody is meeting with a physician, and he's like, you know, let's see how he did. He's like, oh my god, like it's not that great. The guy asks for the mirror. This is very reminiscent of a scene that you've seen the Joker play down in a lot of different media. Jack Nicholson had this scene when he played the Joker in the Batman movie. A couple other people had it as well, where it's the post-acid. Two-Face also had the scene also in had The Dark Knight. Some of this, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you gotta see what I got to work with here, like all this. It's talking about the doctor, and he names the doctor, he had a cat, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, the, the Riddler looks in the mirror, and he sees the bullet wound in his chest. Yeah. Like, Damn. right in the middle of his chest Son. there. And that's the where the Joker shot him. So he's been alive like been kept alive the the doctor basically stitched him back up together but there's a big scar in the middle of his chest yeah and he's looking at it and he he talks about this riddle and as he's talking about this riddle he's carving something into his chest and at the end of it you see that he's carved the question mark with the gunshot wound being the dot at the bottom of that question mark <laughs> yeah. into his chest. Like with a knife. Like he's yeah. carved it with an, a knife. He's got like a bloody question mark. Like a freaking scalpel. Like this guy just does this. Now as far as Joker outfits go, I mean, sorry, Riddler outfits go, this is by far my favorite. You're talking a green suit, open button-down shirt. This guy just looks like a badass with a question mark carved into his chest. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. That's, that's way okay. better than a green leotard. Well. Or a green suit covered in question marks. <laughs> green man's okay. So then you see it again, Gordon and Batman, again, a step behind. The doctor's dead on the ground. There's question marks and blood everywhere. It's going on. And then this is probably my favorite page in the entire comic. And I'm just going to go over this and then I'll toss it over to one of you guys. Yeah, sure. You see the Joker in the bathroom. Possibly in the same bathroom of the house that he was at. But you're (laughs) seeing uh, all these news reports talking about the Joker and how he's escaped and all this. 
and then it's it's like an interview with somebody who's I guess like a behaviorist or psychologist mm-hmm. or something. Um, they're going over analyzing the Joker and the Riddler's crimes, and they're talking about how the jo- Riddler's crimes aren't. They're atypical, and they like, keep saying, "Yeah, they're, they're like, like, this really is odd. This yeah, is odd." I don't have any other way to explain this other than this just like isn't normal for them. And the whole time you see the Joker, and he's practicing smiles in the mirror, <laughs> and this is so freaking creepy. Yeah, it is. But it's amazing because this Joker is like this old school Joker, but he's got a little bit of the mix of the new school Joker in him, and like he just he's got the suit, like the tuxedo, the bow tie, the green hair, but it's slicked back, like the face is pointed. It's probably one of my favorite Jokers I've seen in a long time. It's yeah. very, very reminiscent of um, Snyder's run, the Joker they use, and I forget the artist on that run, Yeah, but absolutely phenomenal. So there's going through with that and talking about the story and, and, and sort of the interview there uh, before it pans over to the next part of the story here. Um, let's see. Who wants to... Well, well next you've got, you've got Carmine, right? You've got the gangster, uh, kind of a well-established... I guess what you would especially just across all media, he's been in Batman. Yeah. He, Carmine's Gotham, Gotham, the, Gotham. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in the Christopher Carmine Nolan Falcone. Run of Batman. He, he's he's like what I would call your your typical crime, right? Not yeah. your crazy Batman villain crime, just like a yeah. gangster. He's your organized crime, yes. Yeah. And he's surrounded by his lackeys, and he gets a phone call, and so he picks up. And, and on the other line, you see Carmine. This is a Joker. I need you to kill the Riddle Riddler. And Carmine's like, Wait, who is this? How'd you get this number? <laughs> And, and and the Joker's like, yeah, you've got one hour, thanks. And Carmen's like, I- I'm gonna strangle you. Whoever's on this line, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna kill you. Then he hangs up the phone. Oh, the phone gets hung up on him. He looks at it, and he's like, he, he pans out. And he looks at all his. He's like, what the fuck are you standing around for? Like, go kill this guy. You heard him. You heard him. I was like, that's good. That's good. Um, and you, you get the sense that. Uh, you kind of get the sense what this is all building up towards because then the next scene is uh, a cool moment in the park with Riddler and uh, Ivy. Yeah. And they're yeah. kind of walking and they're just talking back and forth. And, and Riddler is, is basically – you see him. He is convincing her that Joker – she should join him over Joker. Yes. Yeah. It, it, Joker's yeah. plan is to like burn the world. Right. Everywhere he goes, he just leaves burn like rubble and chaos and – yeah, scorched earth is what he says. And he's like, "Huh, I do like the earth." Yeah, a lot of what you're saying is, is, is all right. <laughs> yeah, there's they're clearly like building sides. Right. Yes, yeah, so you're like, "Oh, holy shit!" They're they're drawing the battle lines, and then Carmine's goons show up, and they're like, "Miss, get out of here. We got to gun this guy down. Like, we don't got time for this." <laughs> yeah, they're very considerate. Yeah, like, yeah. And they ask like three times, like, "Come on, like get." Get like, away from the guy. We gotta go. Lady, I don't down. think you understand. We're gonna shoot him with bullets. Like we need you to stand away from him. And I don't know about you guys, but this this splash page, this like two page splash page was oh my oh, God. amazing. Yeah. Amazing the depiction. Splash page Without missing a beat, Ivy and Riddler continue their walk through the park, and they continue to kind of make plans and and collude against the Joker. Mm-hmm. All the while, the the plants and trees of Central Park. Are just like impaling and strangling and ripping Carmine's like goons like off the ground and just killing them all. Yeah, yeah. And and it's all going in like in the fore and background as like Ivy and Riddler just like casually strolling along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so freaking cool mm-hmm. to me. I, I love that page. You get a cool little Snickers ad here, and you're like, <laughs> not sponsored by Snickers. Um, and then again, something that I loved all the way through is is and you talked about before. Batman shows up after the fact. 
Yeah. And he shows up in the park and there's just like bodies of dead people hanging from all the trees and plants and everything. And and he's he's there with like a what would you call that? Not like a not like a not like a, a tomahawk, but uh it's a hatchet. Like a hatchet. And so you just got Batman, he rolls up and he's just like using this like like an old school hatchet to just like chop these dead bodies out of the trees. Yeah. And he's like, well, well fuck me, I guess. Like, I, something, clearly something fuck up happened here. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, uh, Joker, obviously, oh, God, I, I don't even like this next part. This, oh, this I part, love this, this next part. part. Oh, I forgot about I blocked Good. this next part out because I threw up everywhere. So, uh, <laughs> so after Batman's kind of chopping everybody out Jesus of the forest, Christ. Uh, we realized that an hour has gone by. Uh, Carmine exactly walks one hour to be Car- clear. Yeah. Uh, Carmine walks into Carmine's own office, where at his desk sits the Joker. And once again, he just goes, "What? How, how did you get in here? Like, what, the, what the hell are you doing?" Uh, the Joker just goes, uh, "It's been an hour. He's not dead. So here are your mother's teeth." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he and he lays out. It's not just a couple of teeth. He lays out every teeth. single <laughs> tooth. From Carmine's mom, and he just goes, "What? What did you say? <laughs> excuse, excuse me? Did, did I stutter?" This is uh, and uh, and he points a revolver at the team, and he goes, uh, "I said these are your teeth. I took your mother's teeth from her mouth, and I made a smile on your desk." <laughs> <laughs> and then he just like unloads a bunch of bullets, kills all of Carmine's goons, uh, and he picks one uh, who I actually. Kind of assume this it's was Scalopod. the penguin. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. This is Scalopod. Um, and he goes, you, fat man, you'll be my assistant. And there's this moment where, uh, keep in mind, an hour ago, the Joker called Carmine and said he had an hour God, to so to get this job yeah. done. Or, effectively, there would be repercussions. Uh, and then the penguin goes, uh, Carmine's mom lives in Metropolis. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I need you to bring all Carmine's resources here. They'll now answer to you through, uh, they'll now answer through you to me. Uh, and they'll be put towards one goal, kill the Riddler. And, uh, Penguin just goes, Metropolis is three hours away. <laughs> Which means that he had to drive three hours to get to Metropolis. Theoretically have pulled all these teeth out, drive three yeah. hours back. Yeah. And when he was one hour away, call Carmine and tell him he had to get this done in an hour so that he could show up in an hour and lay these teeth out on the table. Mm-hmm. Un- Jesus Christ. Unreal. Uh, and we kind of, like, once again, we get another scene. Kind of after all of these brutal scenes, we get the scene where Batman's showing up after the crime's been done. Yeah. So we get him in presumably Metropolis over the body of Carmine's mother saying that. She was actually a really great woman. She raised ten fantastic kids. One shitbag. Yeah, and effectively one shitbag. And when she found out what he did, uh, she spit in his face and just totally took off. So kind of this, like, you really get a sense, like, just a sweet woman who wanted nothing to do with the life of crime. She, like, had kids who were, like, doctors, lawyers, like, really uplifting people. And one kid who fell into, like, a bad space who she just, like, totally detached from yeah and that was the kid who lived a life that ended up getting her like murdered and bloodied in the streets um we get batman's kind of recounting uh, we, we get another huge splash page followed by a second yeah. huge these splash are page. these are cool yeah the the first is Phenomenal. the riddler 
leading, like, kind of a huge depiction of the Riddler uh, with a team of bad guys under, to the team like Deathstroke, Two-Face, Killer Croc, uh, some other guys. Zaz, Clayface. You can clearly see, like, a team of bad guys he has built up to go to war against the Joker. Um, and we get Batman saying, you know, like, they, like people realized that the bodies were coming too fast. They realized that uh, something yeah. different was going on. It wasn't the usual carnage that Gotham was uh, accustomed to. It's not your typical to. Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a little something more. Uh, a, little, a little something pretty wacky's going yeah. on here. I think we are I think we feel good about calling it a, a war. Yeah. Um, the next splash page, you get kind of the exact same thing in reverse. You get Joker uh, enlarged with a gang of people in front of him. Deadshot. Um, Mr. Freeze, Solomon Grundy, uh, Solomon Grundy, uh, Man Bat, possibly Man Bat, Mad Hatter, yeah, Master. So a lot of uh, you know, this is kind of important. He's going through and he goes like, you know, people are giving me nicknames: the World's Greatest Detective, the Dark Knight, Cape Crusader. I was a member of the Justice League. I was brave. I was bold. Super cool reference to the Brave and the Bold TV show, which is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I was a superhero. I tried to stop it. I tried to stop them, but all I really did was take the names of the dead. I found out who they were after. And then you get a page where he's in. We kind of key back to present times where he's talking to Catwoman, and that's how we're getting in the story. Yeah, in bed. He, nice. He's not wearing a whole lot, let me tell you. This. Neither is she. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's wearing more than he is, let's be yeah, fair. True. Yeah. Those aren't um, bad suit yeah. <laughs> Nice. Uh, there is a massive, massive panel behind him of just a collection of seemingly just normal people, names, yeah. um, and, and ways they died. Yeah. Shot by Joker, by one of the gassed sides, by yeah. Joker, hanged yeah. by Scarecrow, burned by Firefly. Yeah. Just all these ways that they died. And he just kind of reiterates, almost as if he's kind of in shock. Uh, they called me the Dark Knight, the world's greatest detective, the caped crusader. I was a hero. And that is... Uh, yeah. That I is think what's page. amazing, you see that final panel, but reading through it, so going back to many conversations we've had, Tom King is absolutely killing it. On oh, yeah. Comics. Yeah. yeah. Um, this particular issue, though, every single henchman that died had a name and had a backstory and Batman remembered it. So the narrator the entire time is Batman, right? Yeah. He mentions Kim and Tom, their three kids. He mentions yep. like John the Braun Johnson right, or whatever. Right. Like yeah. he X, Y, and Z. Every single person whose life was lost, like during this time, he mentions their name. He and remembers. You can see like that's Batman's way of like dealing with all this yeah. he remembers every single person. I think it's also important to note that he like he really hammers in that like they called me the greatest detective. I was a superhero. I was the Dark Knight. But while he's recounting this story, all he ever does is talk about how he came in to like After take the, fact, the names yeah. of the bodies. That's he's like, they're calling me a superhero. It's important for you to know. Because remember the whole reason he's telling this to Catwoman is that she needs to know something yeah. before they can get married. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you need to know they were calling me a superhero. And I was really just a janitor. I yeah. was just cleaning, yeah, cleaning up the up. mess, like yeah. I, like of this carnage. I wasn't doing anything. I did not deserve this title. I think what Tom King is doing, story wise and uh, like writing, Michael Janin, the art in this 
Oh yeah, it's holy matches perfectly. They Absolutely two, yeah. incredible. Oh, perfect depictions of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Kind of the the strength, but kind of that half step, just not quite there in the Batman. Yeah, and and the clear depictions of just like kind of strength, like physical strength being put together by uh, the Riddler and the Joker, mm-hmm. like in their depictions as well. Yeah, so. So cool. I've uh, very much. I've just got one question. Yeah. Based on the splash pages, who do you think is going to win? Yeah. Who won? What side are you on? I want both of these splash pages blown up. Oh my god. What one? First question. What side are you on? Riddler. And quite. I mean, Riddler's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. I I think. I think we're all skewed just by the fact that Riddler. This depiction of Riddler is so cool. It's hard not to to say like, oh, I I pick him. But just based on the 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 battle lines that have been drawn, what what, who they have recruited, who which team in a in a knockout dragout fight do you see coming out on top? Uh, I mean, I think to keep it short, I'm gonna say Riddler. I think that's something we could potentially jump into as a special time. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Um, But I'd say Riddler to answer your question. I think Joker's too much of a wild card, man. He's got Solomon Grundy. He's, just, he's too unhinged. Yeah. He's way too unhinged. Is is freaking cool. I'm not gonna answer. That's why I asked you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Abstains, abstains. Yeah. But God, this is this is so good. I, I'm yeah. loving every second of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is really good. very good. Very good. All right. Well, that rounds out what we really loved this uh, week, which brings us to our. Uh, our special topic. That was my Spider-Man. Sense. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a weird, yeah. uh, that's a weird thing to do for the special segment. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, this is kind of your yeah. uh, your project, man. Why don't you roll us into it? Sure. There have been um, a lot of Spider-Man movies over the uh, show years. has, and there have been a, even more Spider-Man comics. Um, there's just been a lot of Spider-Man out there. So, uh, in honor of our drinks, the movie, um, just kind of our Spider-Man theme show in general, <laughs> what... I got two questions. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, I'd love to know, and, w- and we can break them down into. I'd love to go around the table, talk about favorite moment from a Spider-Man film. Okay. His favorite scene, favorite moment, something like that. Um, and then maybe go back around and say favorite moment from something in a Spider-Man comic. Yeah. Uh, favorite run, favorite story, favorite actual scene, whatever, whatever you want to make of it. Okay. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. And we right. can talk I'll, about it, throw it out there. But uh, if I'll anyone's a, I'll, I'll run a scene because I don't cool. think I'm going to say anything that you guys are going to say. Probably not. Uh, so you want to do a movie? Movie. Favorite Spider-Man moment yep. in a movie. Yes. For me, I didn't necessarily grow up as much on Spider-Man, but I was very big into I was like, raised on the it. animated <laughs> series. Like, yeah. I, like I was a huge Spider-Man, Mary Jane. Okay, um, I'm also just like passionately into redheads. Oh, so it, when it, in the scene, I'm talking Tobey Maguire, uh-huh. Spider-Man. Okay, there's a scene where Mary Jane is about to get married to. Jameson. Jameson. And she leaves the altar in her wedding dress. Yeah, she and runs. runs to yeah. Peter Parker. And yeah, she gets there. She gets good. into his apartment. <laughs> they kiss. And she says, go get him, Tiger. Classic Mary Jane. Yeah. Classic yeah. Mary Jane. 
it's like the culmination. It's it's like yeah. the the connecting of the relationship. Like I always wanted to yeah. to be there. Yeah. And then he swings out on this very like like everything's just come together for me kind of realization. Yeah. He's like flying around and he goes out at the end of. Because I remember right, like yeah. there's something like either the police scanner goes off or like a cop car like rushes by in the background. Yeah. And so like, she gets there and they're like, oh, we can finally be together. And you hear that and she's like. You know what? Don't even worry. Like, go get. I'm they like, were oh, both yeah. just. They were both just very happy that Spider-Man Three ended. <laughs> <laughs> so they were celebrating that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was that, that was, was that was a great. That scene. was a great scene. Yeah. I love uh, that scene because just not only does he get the girl, yeah. but he gets the girl who understands that he's never going to be able to like turn away yeah. from someone or something in need, yeah. and is like totally behind and supportive. One, he knows yeah. the life doesn't. He doesn't have to hide it from her. She knows he's Spider-Man. He's just got like he's got the superhero's dream in that moment, yeah. right? Yeah. And then she sure. says, "Go get him, Tiger." And Which is classic. Out the way. It's so yeah. classic. I I fucking love that. If you pick that as your favorite, uh, if, yeah. when we go back around, if you pick that as your favorite comic moment when she says that, then, <laughs> then like, that could be literally any. Comic. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> no, but like the first time she yeah. says it, like uh, yeah. then then you that's just a cop out. Yeah, no, that was that. That's uh, yeah. That's my movie scene. That's now, a good scene. my comic book scene. Uh, all right, I think you will back me on this. Okay. Andrew, I told you to read this, but you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> now, well, I, yep, sure. Spider-Man Deadpool. Spider-Man Deadpool. You just said it was absolute the shit. The latest no, issue no, was latest garbage. Issue I will tell you right now, as a Spider-Man fan, I'm gesturing and looking at Andrew. The first five to six issues oh. were all filler. Are some of the best, <laughs> like. Just writing, it's hilarious. Is like the it's first three pages on the first one had me in tears. Yeah, yeah. I like that part, and then it was filler for no, no, yeah. no. You just gotta enjoy like <laughs> the comedy between the two of them. Yeah, there is one scene where Spider Man and Deadpool yeah. go to a strip club oh, on a on a date on a date with like. With Deadpool's wife at the time, Chikla, like yeah. Queen of the Damned, yeah, uh, or Queen of All Monsters, sure. uh, and Jane Foster Thor, yeah, as Thor, <laughs> yeah, as Thor, because like Deadpool invited Thor because he's like, listen, I'm never gonna get to sleep with Thor. Unless oh, he she's turns on his list. Chick. Yeah, he's yeah. like she's on. She's a free. She's a free pass. <laughs> he's got. A, he's got his like five free pass. <laughs> Wait, who's on that list? I need uh, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Funny. The list is so goddamn right, funny. You gotta tell me. That's part I don't remember, but it's <laughs> God so damn goddamn it. funny. Two of them I can tell you. No, 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 no. Don't spoil. He's got to read. I'm not reading it. I'm not reading it. You better tell me right now. There is a moment. There is a moment where. Uh, like, Spider-Man also had someone there that was, like, there for him, and I forget who that was. It wasn't oh, it was, like, it was a succubus. It was, like, a succubus. <laughs> oh, wow, thanks. thanks for that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he, like, at one point he, like, makes out with the succubus, like, as Spider-Man, and, like, they're, like, mad at him, and they're mad at the two of them for, like, inviting him out and, like, clearly trying to, like, sleep with them. So what happens is they force them to, like, dance on stage. Yeah. And there's a point where, like, Deadpool has no problem. He's, like, stripping. He's, like, dancing on stage. And Spider-Man's, like, really timid. And he's like, oh, I can't freaking do this. And Deadpool's like, just shut the fuck up. Quit being a bitch. And, like, strip your clothes off. And he does, like, this strip dance. And then there's a scene where Deadpool, like, dirty dances him up in the air. And Spider-Man is just in, like, spider boxers twirling through the air. And he's like, 
this is the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. I lost it. Oh, it so was good. like the first five to six issues of Spider-Man Deadpool is some of the funniest comics I have ever read. Uh, and <laughs> I would worst. highly you recommend... Read the free pass list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, read the free so, pass. So Deadpool's free pass list that he can sleep with. You're the Number worst. one is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> but in small print underneath it says, if president. And then in parentheses it says, won't happen. <laughs> Number two is Thor. In small print, it says, if he ever becomes a girl. <laughs> check, check, check. We're ready. We're good to go. Number three is Hellcat, if we're actually in hell. Could happen. Number four is Zombie Arthur, via Arthur. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And number five is covered by a text bubble, because Spider-Man's reading this. He goes, wait, what's that, number five? And... It's covered by Deadpool saying, oh, never mind, never mind. And it clearly says Spider-Man behind it. <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's a ridiculous series, but it's so much fun. I'm so glad, so that, uh, I'm so glad that that is your best Spider-Man. That's my favorite. Yeah, so There's only been about 9,000 Spider-Man issues. I'm so glad that you picked when he went to a strip club with Deadpool. As your favorite. Listen, I don't know what else I'm gonna you take expect. A, I'm gonna to be fair, you could throw a dart at those first six issues and hit a solid move. I'm going to take a healthy <laughs> swig of this margarita. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, but, you... but your pick for movie scene was uh, spot on. I, yeah. I, also, I, I, my I, pick for comic was spot well, on. Um, <laughs> your pick for movie was spot on. Yeah, that was a great scene. I will say that. Aria, take the, oh, take the mic. What, what's uh, your favorite we... Spider-Man movie moment? Uh, for me, it was actually close because I wanted to pick this moment as the comic book moment, but uh, it was Gwen Stacy's death in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Cut the cut the show. Cut the show. <laughs> Shows not you mean because, when he snapped her neck? Not because Gwen Stacy died. You mean when he shot her in the back and her neck snapped? <laughs> Shows over. Shows over. But like throughout the the Spider-Man movies, um, redacted, and even the show, right? Like the cartoon, the biggest thing you saw was Mary Jane got sucked into a portal, never to be seen again. Um, in the comic books, uh, in the Spider-Man animated series, Gwen got sucked into a portal. Never be seen again. MJ, Mary got sucked into a portal in the show. Yeah, because Gwen Stacy was never a factor in the show. Anyway, that's why I don't watch um, the show. Gwen Stacy's death in in comic was in the comics was like iconic, and then to see them do it on the movie was incredible. Yeah, Um, you're talking the the. God. Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, Amazing second, Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man two. Yeah. two. Okay, uh, yeah. who I I still to this day think Andrew Garfield's a phenomenal uh, Peter Parker. He was just a little too old to play like the high school version. The Tom sure, but, but I mean he did a he did a fine job. I right? thought yeah, I thought he was great with the back and forth, the quips, like everything was. I really thought phenomenal. him and Gwen like that back and forth carried like that. Yeah, was Emma good. Stone, like, yeah, fantastic. Um, that scene, so they did it in the clock tower. I think in the original comic it was the, the bridge. Yes, so, it was the, so the Green bridge. Goblin throws her off. The Brooklyn and Bridge, I believe. The yeah. extended scene of just like him diving through like the shattered clock tower to try and save her, and the web being shot out that and finally catching her, and at the end catching her, and then you see her body like just sort of recoil because of the yeah, like I guess the webbing gets taut. I think I walked out of the theater. I was like, no! <laughs> no! Stop! I mean, it was, was gut wrenching. Like I, yeah. I was like, holy shit! They you think I was gut wrenching for yeah. me? Yeah, they, they well, it's such an emotional ride because you think for Spider Man, like 
Here's his like love plummeting to the ground, so he's terrified. Yeah. Then there's that moment where he hits her with the web, and he's like, I got unbelievably her. relieved. Got I got her. her. I saved her. And then a split second later, you realize like, and in the movie, it is visceral. Like there yeah. is clearly like crack, and yeah. then just limp, limp, yeah. lifeless body. Like clearly just hanging by the lame. Head. No, yeah. nothing there. <laughs> It's such an emotional roller coaster. It's yeah. terror, relief, and then triple terror by the realization that you have now just murdered her. In trying to save her. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it, it comes up a couple times in the comics, too. Yeah, one or two times, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Where, where, like... <laughs> I'm sure yeah, you may, you may talk about it later. But, yeah, it's it's definitely something that happened in... No, the I'll never talk about it. I'll never talk about it. Uh, but that, that was, yeah, that was, to me, yeah. probably my... I wouldn't say favorite because I wasn't a fan of it. It was, like, a, it was a well done scene. It was, done it was, scene. Yeah, it yeah, was sure. great beautifully done scene. So yeah. what is your comic pick? Oh, man. It, it, so before we all kind of, I guess, met, actually, I got into this. Like I had heard rumblings of like this event called Spider-Verse. Yeah. And so I started buying all the issues on the Marvel app. And I was reading them. I was like, holy shit, this is really interesting. Yeah. Partly because... I had at that time no idea there were so many goddamn versions of Spider-Man and like Marvel had created all these different universes. Yeah, they yeah. Because um, I remember in the Spider-Man TV show, the animated series, they had the Spider Wars where Madam Web brought everybody yep. together and it was kind of like a comic book retelling of that. Sure. So it was cool to see Spider-Man. It was my first introduction to the superior Spider-Man who mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, who's this guy? He's got these arms, like these legs on the back. It looks awesome. He's badass. There's the mutant spider. There's Gwen. Uh, what was that? Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The uh, best. I think Spider-Pig was even in it. Like, Spider-Pig was in there. He's amazing. I thought it was really, really, really cool and it definitely got me sort of... Oh my God. I think that's what before like the rebirth kind of got me reinvigorated into like, oh man, I really got to get back into comics. Like, it was a really interesting story. The uh, the issue the issue in Spider Verse where because they go through the different universes yeah and and the issue where the uh, the Spider Hunters are like going to kill some some of the Spider Men and they go into the universe that is the Spider Man and his like amazing friends like uh, old school cartoon universe yeah 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 with like the Human Torch yeah, yeah and yeah. they're just all murdered and they're like. <laughs> yeah. But it's in that art style it's the really whole issue. Art, yeah. It's like in that terrible, like campy, like like art just style like from the cartoon. 60s, yeah, like, and you're just yeah. and they're all dead. And you're just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. what, am I, what am I looking at? <laughs> it, that uh, that that was a fantastic. It was really event. really cool. Okay, all right, Andrew, bring us in. Keep me in mind. You get five minutes and you get one choice each. I don't, <laughs> I don't, like, I don't like Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that's it. We'll move <laughs> next week. One shots. <laughs> That's not even how it sounds. Uh, yeah, well, you know, okay. Well, then, uh, well, I'll let you talk about Spider-Man, even though you're not a fan. Favorite uh, Spider-Man movie scene. Favorite Spider-Man movie scene. What comes is it? from the Tobey Maguire second Spider-Man movie. Yep, okay. Um, and what I loved the best was the, the scene where the subway train, like the, the train car in New York, the train's out of control. It, it's going to crash with all these people in it. Mm-hmm. And, and Spider-Man comes, he like gets to the front of the train, shoots webs out on all the buildings, uses his spider strength and like, to just save the train. It takes everything he has in him yeah. to just stop the train from going off the rails. And he's able to do it just by like a matter of feet. He like yeah. saves everyone on the train. 
and it's, yeah, it's, actually, yeah. it's actually like coming off the yeah. rails. And he, he stops really it finally. Yeah. His like suits like shredded. Like he's spent, and he just like passes. His like out. muscles are yeah. exploding. Yeah. There's like nothing. He gives it everything he had. He passes out. Like all with his mask off. All of his mask off. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, my, like everyone on the train's like, he's just like a normal like kid. Like he's just like like a guy who lives like he's. Yeah, no maybe he's some kind of creepy alien. No, he's right? just no different than you and I. Yeah. And then Doc Ock, the villain of that movie, explodes into the train. He's like, oh, finally, this guy's passed out. I can totally cuck him, finally. And, and he's like, listen, I'm going to kill all of you unless you give me this guy. Like, just get away. Let me take him. And <laughs> we'll be cool. And it was so cool to see all of the people on the train move in front of Stand the, up yeah. one by one. Yeah. Stand in they, they front stand of in front of the pass out body of, of Peter Parker and they're like, nah, like you're gonna have to kill all of us. Now nah, we're in New York. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cool to me. Yeah, it yeah. kinda really it, it was a, such a a Spider Man moment where mm-hmm. you're just like Yeah. Like The town loves him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like he is part of that town. Like he's he is he's just trying to do as best as he can. He's trying to do right, and then like that. I don't know. That was that encompassed for me. They they really haven't really captured that essence. I mean, I don't think across any of the other movies. Yeah, like, that was just like pure Spider-Man yeah, to me sure. in 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 movie form. So yeah, great pick. And it's the, their realization that he's literally just like yeah a young guy. Yeah. Doing all this, like, this is a kid out here trying to do right, and I think yeah. that's what makes them kind of look at each other and say, you know, this kid's out here trying to do right. Like, are we just gonna sit here and not stand up for yeah. him? He's out here saving our lives every day. Like, reading this see- creepy octopus guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. He's, he doesn't seem that good. All right, all right, Andrew, that was your movie pick. What is your comic pick, good sir? That was hard for me. For reasons... I can't imagine why. The exact opposite of the reasons you had problems. Because (laughs) you you don't have that many options, and I have infinite I have limited exposure. Um, You have a surplus. So, so I I mean... You get one, you sack. I get one. So I decided to go with something kind of more recent, but um, something that I thought was really good nonetheless. Um, In Superior Spider-Man, uh, the storyline where they kind of got me re there there I'm not gonna get into it but there was some stuff that happened that got me out of Spider-Man because I didn't like it uh, but Superior Spider-Man run got me back into Spider-Man stories um, for good reason for good reason it's fantastic but Ock takes over Peter Parker's body and he is Spider-Man for 31 One. issues. And the scene that I love that is just is the whole run thirty one issues long. Th- thirty one or three is issues okay. is the whole run. So in issue thirty one, at the end of it, um, it's in something called the Goblin Wars, and it's the Superior Spider Man Doc Ock going toe to toe with the Green Goblin and his army of Goblin Warriors, uh, who's infested the underground subway, and the whole time, like Ock, Doc Ock, who's been able to do everything, cannot best the Green Goblin. Like, he gets cucked at every turn. He can't yeah. beat him. This is the one obstacle he cannot overcome, and he can't figure it out. And over the course of the issue, Peter, like, comes back. Basically, Peter retains control of his body. He comes back. And there's a scene in issue 31 that I love where Goblin shows up, and it's still Spider-Man in the Doc Ock form in the suit with the arms, and it's, like, the black and red suit. And Goblin rolls up. He's like, you're, you're totally fucked. And, and Spider-Man's like, Huh, well, I didn't know someone with a man purse would say that to me. And, and you see, the, and you get a close up the goblin's face, and you actually see like panic on his face, and he's like, 
oh, fuck, you're back. <laughs> and, and, and Pete's like, yeah, I'm back. And Wait, does like, he know that Doc Ock is Over the course knows. of the issue, yeah, Gob, uh, uh, the Goblin figures out that it's Doc Ock. He doesn't know that it's Peter Parker still, that's Spider-Man. Yeah. He just right, but he knew that. it wasn't Spider-Man yeah. prop. Right, right. right. And, that, and he's just been cucking him left and right. And then that scene where you get to, like, classic, like, terrible Spider-Man joke. Yeah. And you just, instead of laughing, the Goblin's like, Oh shit! Oh god! Like like it's a horrible yeah. warrior's yeah, battle. Yeah, you're just cry. like oh like man. it's Thor yeah. striking lightning right, to the ground. Right, but it's like it's so classic Spider-Man. Uh, like, I don't know. Some of the man yeah. person say that. It's like oh yeah. god, it's you. It's so classic because instead of like him wielding the hammer, it's just like. Oh, it's just a terrible joke. But like yeah. that's that's yeah. the shit I love. That his warrior. Yeah. That's his warrior's. Yeah. I loved it. I loved that's it. That's his warrior's madness. Yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had recommended that that uh, story arc to me, and I I started reading it a couple weeks ago, and then within this last week, I probably powered through like twenty issues. It's so good. It's, I never, it's kind of like Captain America. Like, I never knew that I wanted him to be a Hydra agent until he became a yeah. Hydra agent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't yeah. know I wanted Doc Ock to be Spider-Man until he yep. was Spider-Man. I'm so starting good. to think, like, people reversing the side that they're on is my favorite thing of all time. it's so refreshing. Captain America, Hail Hydra, uh, Doc Ock, Spider-Man, yeah. infamous Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. So, some of the best stories, like, that are told are just somebody stepping to the other side. Yeah. Uh, all good picks. All good picks, gentlemen. I still think the best amongst them was Deadpool taking Spider-Man to a shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't pick but, uh, Mary Jane upside down kissing. Uh, I, I always thought that was all I thought about. It, about it, yeah. I was yeah. like, man, I know. This is going to be like me talking about Space Wars at one time. These guys are going to fucking lose <laughs> it. Alright, <laughs> 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 alright. We are on to next week one shots. Aria, next week, what are you looking forward to, my man? Oh my god, I don't even know. What's going I, on I took the liberty of picking one for you. I will tell you right now that it is. It. Uh, no, this one you might actually yeah, be looking look. forward to. Yeah. What could I put on the script? Oh, yeah. Heavy silence as Arya considers the selection made for him by Andrew. Uh, Andrew, why don't you start us off and give Arya a second Mine, uh, Mine was an easy pick. Um... By far my favorite X-Men title in the yeah. X-Men Resurrection. Jean Grey. I was Grey, just going to say, you're talking about this nonstop. Jean, nonstop. Every time it comes out, I talk about it. Jean Grey, issue four, comes out. Apparently a cool variant cover is coming out for this one. Pick yeah. it up. Yeah. Uh, I think she's going to be training with Namor to uh, fight the Phoenix. So yeah. It's going to be pretty freaking cool. Anyway, isn't the cover her and Thor? I think she's going to be uh, training it with is. Yeah. many it's, people. It's possible she's training with the Odin son. Yeah. Uh, to to learn how to kind of best deal with the Phoenix. It's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. been my favorite X Men title. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, really good. I mean, really, really good from what I've heard and what you've told me. Um, I will take up the mantle next, as I still might need just a little bit of time. No, uh, I am looking forward to Defenders number three. That like, yeah, unbelievable so far. Obviously, Iron Fist, I'm a huge fan of. We yeah. were just talking we just this talked about, it. Yeah, this about episode, yeah. how great this issue was, how great a job Ed Brisson is doing. And still, still, I think I'm of the opinion that Defenders is quite possibly the best Iron Fist story being told right now. It, like, 
any issue that ends in a team of heroes getting gunned down by the Punisher in the <laughs> back alleys of like a dirty, dank, like yeah. just back alley. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll take three. I'll take three copies. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, incredible. Really looking forward to see what happens after the Punisher uh, apparently just guns down Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones. Damn. I'm a fan. Uh, I was originally going to say Darth Vader next week, but then I saw it's Dark Days, the casting. And by I saw, I mean Andrew. So, God, I nailed all three! <laughs> uh, what a script right script. It is the continuation of DC's summer event leading up to um, Dark Days of the Forge, I think. Is um, that... Now, correct me if that's DC in August, Metal, right? Sorry. Is that August? They're going to launch August that, like, is the, full yeah, on? The DC Metal one. So there's leading uh, up to it, yeah. So we'll see, but I, yeah, looking forward to that. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I did not know that Space Wars was out next week, or I possibly would have considered Yeah, well, that that's why I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that was on purpose. That was on purpose. Okay, okay. Well, we are going to bring this to what we in the biz call a close. A hard stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. Uh, <laughs> you good? I'm good, I'm good. I got, I'll get us there, don't you worry. Listener, you handsome bastard. We will see you on the morrow, good friend. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> At the end of the count of three, we will shout the usual nonsense. Three, two, one. Letters of the Mallers comes great responsibility. Like a twig. Oh, that's okay, too. What? <laughs> that's okay, too. I said Quincy's neck snap like a twig. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, no. Put this guy in a dope. Yeah, I don't like it. Get it. Get us out of here. Rated him. Rated him. <laughs> <laughs>